Hello, I'm Neil Moody, editorial hairstylist, YouTuber, Instagrammer, Facebooker, interviewer, etc. And welcome to the second series of my In Bed with Neil Moody podcast. In series one, I interviewed friends and work colleagues from the fashion and beauty industry who are entrepreneurial and also think outside the box. In series two, I'm expanding outside of the industry a little more and I'm subtitling this series, Turning a Corner. While some of my guests are still people in my industry, there will be others featured who I've met through my more recent conversations about mental health. On Jamie Day's Man Talk podcast, Scott Laidler's Healthy Ambition podcast, and Jamie Neal's 360 Yourself podcast. Everybody I'm interviewing this time around either chose, were encouraged, or forced to turn a different corner in their lives. My guests in this episode are the amazing makeup artists and YouTube sensations sisters Sam Chapman and Nicola Chapman Haste, aka Pixie Woo. Born in Essex and growing up in Norwich, Sam and Nick grew up with domestic violence in their childhood home. Overcoming these troubled early years with amazing support from their mother, they both followed the same makeup route, studying at college, then going on to work for MAC Cosmetics and Estee Lauder. In 2008, during the latter stages of pregnancy, Sam posted her first YouTube tutorial video. Its popularity led her to invite her sister to join in on future videos, and so Pixie Woo was born. They've gone on to become known as the most influential family in Britain, as quoted by the Times newspaper magazine, which they appeared on the cover of in January 2019. Sam and Nick came to meet me in my London home to chat about their childhood, their early careers, what corners they've been forced to turn due to health issues, and talk about what they're planning to do next. Hello, girls. Hello. <laughs> thanks for having us, Nick. Oh, thanks for coming. You've come to me, haven't you? Which yeah, is great. Yeah, pleasure. Who's the oldest? <laughs> you looked straight at me when you said that, then. It's actually, well, because I know. People don't know. Um, I know that you're the oldest. I am Sam, and I am three years older than Nick. I'm now 42. I know, I'm 40 next year. Oh, next yeah. year still. We're yeah. still, we're just, Clinging we're just on. creeping in. Yeah. Okay, let's just do a little quick background on the two of you. Okay. Sam. Yes. You're still a Chapman, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yes. And yes. you've got two daughters. I have two daughters. Lily no one's ever wanted to marry me, so I've managed to keep my, keep my surname. <laughs> I think they have wanted to marry I'm you. quite thankful, actually. No, I don't think I've ever wanted to. Exactly. Yes, I have two daughters, Lily, who is 15, Olivia, who is 11 now. Mm. And yeah, and I'm 42. And I live in Norwich, which is not where I was born, but where I grew up. Where were you born? Oh, Essex. Essex. Oh, you Essex girls yeah. at yeah. heart. Uh-huh. Ah. So what about you, Nick? Were you born in Essex? I was born in Essex, literally breathed the Essex air and then we shipped out to Norfolk. Right. So I think I was only there for probably a few months or something. Yeah. And then we They're quite close though, aren't they? Yeah, Norfolk, I mean, yeah. Norwich, yeah, Essex. Fun. There's a lot of people It's where all our there. family are from. Right. We just moved out to Norfolk. Ah, oh, right. Okay. I always remember there's a thing that, I don't know if you remember, the Victoria Wood, the comedian, she always said about, she she said, you know when somebody's, it really makes me laugh, she said, you know when somebody's boring when they say to you, do you know the one-way system in Norwich at all? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got two one-way systems. <laughs> We've got a ring road. (laughs) I'm going to talk about you growing up and stuff like that. And again, for anybody that doesn't know, one of the things that we're going to talk about, but I'd like to actually talk about it a little bit later, is to do with your father, which we are going to talk about. Besides that, how was your childhood and everything growing up? I think, 
you know what we come from a domestic violence background so it is easy to say that it wasn't a great childhood but actually i have really fond memories mm. when it is your life it's just normal to you yeah, so you exactly. don't know any different yeah so i had i had a really good childhood obviously i got on really well with my mum Nick and I, we didn't get on the best, did we? No. But we had oh, that's yeah. siblings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was just siblingness. Yeah, siblingness. but we I'll had say a, rivalry, but it wasn't. Really we had quite a laugh. We grew up in the middle of nowhere, yeah. so our closest mm. neighbour was like a mile up the road. So we were very, very isolated. Very remote, which is perfect if you're in a domestic violence relationship, <sighs> but not so great if you're um, at the at the end of it. Mm. So yeah, we had a good. We had a, I good had a lovely we? upbringing. I still have friends from school that are still my best friends mm. I had a lovely okay it was probably different that I used to just go and walk around fields because we had yeah. nothing around yeah. us uh, but I threw some amazing parties when my parents were away <laughs> yeah. you know I was quite yeah. naughty so you had to entertain yourselves really there was you? nothing naughty. to do yeah. and I always say people that grow up in the country are actually naughty than people that grow up in the city mm. like the stuff that we used to get up to oh my god people wouldn't even dream of it, like stealing one of our parents' tractors and driving yeah. it around. Do you know what I mean? The stuff yeah. that you get up to in the country, because it's so remote and so boring, mm. it's probably worse than the stuff we get up to. <laughs> so we had a church in our village, sort of down the road, and... Hamlet. You would, village, you Hamlet. would use the church for getting off with boys. That oh, was right, it. It, right. wasn't, it wasn't... So you joined the choir for other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The church was open at all times of day and night, yeah. wasn't it? So yeah. I can remember coming back from clubs, climbing up to the roof and sitting on the tower just watching the sun come up right. you know back in the 90s yeah you do. yeah we also used to which i don't want to promote but we used to <laughs> my friends would grew up on farms so we'd get all the hay bales make dens in them i mean like these were really tall hay bales and you'd make a little den that you would all climb through to go and sit and smoke in right really safe <laughs> really safe <laughs> smoking in with surrounded by straw, by straw. just all sitting Amazing. there smoking who ever thinks was there ever a fire no no touch wood we That's were very lucky. very lucky well you yeah. say that nick's nick's husband nick is married to ian who was at the year above me at school yeah mm. he set fire to the woods yeah oh, we didn't mean to it just happened he legged it. He legged it as he was running away, weeing himself because he was so scared that he died. <laughs> I was like, "You should have just weed on it. Would have put it out." But it was yeah. And Nick, you you've got two children. I've got two children, Harry and Edie. Yeah. And Harry's actually sat with us today. He is. He's, he's just adorable. sitting on his iPad with his iPhone, iPhones, earphones on, yeah. headphones on. And you, that's you had the two children with your former partner. Right? With my partner now, because you're not a Chapman, are you? I'm a haste. You're a haste. Yeah, yeah. And Ian, your husband, yeah. he runs the cooking channel. He does haste kitchen. kitchen, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a, he's a chef, so he does that. Yeah, he's the father of those two little sprogs. And I took his name. Mm. I kind of afterwards was like, oh, I feel a bit sad that I lost Chapman. But I still use Chapman for work, so it's quite good. Yeah, because you're still down as Sam Chapman, aren't you? As Nick Chapman, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Nick Chapman. Yeah, so right. it's very confusing. I always get you two confused. We do, do you? look alike. You do. But not. But not. It's yeah. weird, isn't it? It's weird, because yeah. people say you're really similar, but then you're really not similar. Yeah. I can. I have to say, whenever I see you both, I'm always a bit like, hang on, which one's which? Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. I don't mind. I'm quite flattered by that. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not quite so happy. But you also look really like your mum, because I saw uh, a picture of you online. Yeah. And you're really young yeah. with your mum, and actually... You resemble her so much, don't yeah. you? Well, people say that Sam resembles her more, but actually, if you look at Mum when she was younger, I look more like her. Yeah, side by side. Yeah, yeah. Mm. which is funny, but in pictures, people always say you're the spitting image of Mum, don't they? 
Yeah. Which is very interesting. And you've got two twin brothers, haven't you? Well, yeah. two twins. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. Not twin two brothers. lots of twins, you've got twin brothers. Yeah, yeah. they are, uh, how old are they now? 30? 31. 31. Mm. 31 this year. Well, they really so they came a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. They were afterthought. Mm. Yeah. Was it Jim and John? John, John yeah. right? And I've got been doing my research. Oh. Jim um, is married to Tanya Burr. No, they're divorced now. Oh god! <gasps> oh, that's so scandalous. Oh, controversy. No, um, they're not actually divorced. They're separated. separated, but they are getting a divorce. Yeah, oh, right. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 everyone's still friends. So it's not a. Oh, yeah, it's not a sore point. Drama. They've just been it's together amicable. a really yeah. long time, and just you know, you yeah. know, same as you do with your friends. You just. Mm. Out of I have them. to say, I can't imagine marrying the first person that I ever, ever meet, dated. No. Yeah. And they were together from, uh, from Six, what, 16, 16, 16 yeah. Very young. So, mm. you know, I mean, it wouldn't have worked for me, that's for sure. Not me. <laughs> Not me. God, if I married the first person I met, I'd be straight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's another story. And then John, your other brother, he runs co-runs the Lean Machine. Yes, yes. Is that right? Yeah, which is a fitness different. channel. Look at yeah. us two oh. in sync. I know. It's um, like you two are twins. I know. Is it? Well, we spend so much time together. Not so much now. No, it's quite nice. As <laughs> 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 it came out, I was like, "Oh, that's really rude." But it, no, it's good. We have because Nick and I have been working together so closely for such mm. a long amount of time. Now we are in each other's pockets. We're yeah. really, and it became. You know, sisters, but really very much of a business relationship. Yeah. And then the last year or so, we've kind of slowed down a bit. We've been we've been lucky enough to be able to pick and choose what jobs we wanted to do. Mm. And so that now we just... get excited when we see each other. Yeah, yeah. which is really it's nice because really nice. it was like, oh, oh, we wouldn't even speak on the train. But now, because we still do see each other, probably you catch week, up. But yeah. it's, it's nice because do... it's like when we want to. We do work over the phone, and then when we're together, we do. You know, family just stuff. gossip and yeah. family and yeah. all the normal stuff, really, yeah. which is really nice. I think our relationship is better yeah, on that level because there used to be times when we were together so much that our management team were just like, "Oh my god, this is." They could they could feel it was going to go off. But really, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> "Shall we go for coffee?" Yeah. Yeah. it's about to kill. Oh, there's tension. Sometimes the they tried to like diffuse the situation, and we'd just give them a look, and they'd be like, "Okay." Yeah. Like, um, while we're in the middle of a row, someone's like, <laughs> so what do you want for dinner? And you just look at them like, why would you say that whilst we're literally at each there other? There was yeah. one time we were having an argument in a restaurant. Do you remember? I think it was oh in Australia. God. We were having a full-on Barney, me and Nick. And Brilliant. it was like, you it was were, bad. You, you I, were gonna I swear I was ready to, to you, knock you out. I've never seen you mental. so angry. I was so mad. <laughs> I, I can't remember what it was about. And this woman came over and she went, I'm sorry to interrupt you girls. I absolutely love your videos. And I was just like, it was very sobering. Because I know when suddenly you're like, Sam, we are in public. You know, when you do that mum face with your flared nostrils, I'm like, (laughs) Sam, just calm down. We're in public. We had been on a long trip and I think it was just coming to the end of the exhaustion. I was like, we're in public. Just calm down. Calm down. And then... I thought, oh my God, she's going to swing for me in front of everyone. I don't even remember what I did, but I must have said something that spiked her. And then the lady went, so sorry. (laughs) I just wanted to say I absolutely love your videos. And we were like, oh, thanks so much. Did you have to really turn it on? Uh, Yeah, that happens, doesn't it? You know, you're suddenly like brought back to reality and you just think, right, okay. I am in public. I am in public. And then she said, a bottle of champagne over, yeah. which was so sweet. Mm. Yeah, it was so sweet. But yeah, we get on be- much better now. Yeah. You know, I had a, when I was living in New York, my sister came to visit me and we had the biggest argument, but it spilled out onto the street yeah. because we were supposed to be going out. 
and we'd had a, it's a long story but my sister was dating somebody for a long time who myself and my parents didn't really love oh. and she came to New York to get away and decided to spend all the time on the phone with him she'll kill me for telling this story oh, really? she's not with, they're not together anymore but I had to go at her saying hang on you've come here and you're just sat on the phone the whole time and then she gave me money for the phone bill and I just literally oh. was like that's not what this is about and, we, yeah. and it exploded into this like huge argument and then we went to an actual like, come on we'll go out on it as we were going out we, should, we couldn't stop arguing about it and it was the same thing I mean you know, walking down the street, just literally, and I remember I threw the money at her. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. Just these notes flying oh, out. Oh, my God. The drama. <laughs> the drama. <laughs> the drama with nothing in it, because it's just paper flying yeah. around on the street. But, yeah, I mean, it's funny how you can have those arguments with your siblings, isn't it? And then yeah. suddenly oh, it's all yeah. okay. Yeah, we, so have, we have extreme ones. There are people in the room that are crying hmm. or hiding behind their computers. Because <laughs> we're going Because like, we're, we're going, and then... Ten minutes later, it's like, so what are you having for tea? You know, yeah. it's completely normal. Yeah. As siblings, yeah. you're able to just mm. let it out and then it's straight Done. back to normal. And then you're, you're like, oh, I'm so it. pleased I got that out of the way. Yeah. That was bugging me. I'm Cleared so pleased the it's air, done. Isn't it really? yeah. You can normally feel when one's brewing and there's not been one for ages. back to being kids, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. 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 So, Sam, you yes. attended the College of West Anglia. Yes, right? I did. Yes. Do you like how my research? <laughs> That's pretty amazing. <laughs> I don't know where you found that. And you took a two-year BTEC in makeup oh my God, and did, hairdressing. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually became part of the UK Mac team. I did, yeah. Is that right? Doing shows and shoots and things yeah. like that. So that was really your start, That's where I first it? met you. Yes. Backstage. That's many God, years ago. Many years ago. I was on that amazing, uh, was it Hamish Morrow? I was on one of the shows where um, they all came in from Julian McDonald with... Um, Oh, yes. with, with hair, wasn't it? With <gasps> uh, be- was it eight hour cream? Eight hour cream in their hair. Oh my god! That do you know that is my biggest fashion nightmare. That was a ever. stressful show. God, were you there? Uh, yeah, I was trying to wash wash Lily Donaldson's hair <laughs> in the toilet with the very smallest liquids. sink in the world. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it was. She was crying. It was tense. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty insane. That show, show was actually. God, I can see his. I can see his face. Warren Narona. Warren Narona. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I remember the whole thing was being filmed for Channel 4. <gasps> yeah. Was it? Oh, yeah. They must have been well chuffed. Oh, they were so happy. Over and I remember seeing, and at one point, I think the Sophia Neofitu is actually on the screen going, whoever did this, I'm going to throw a brick through the window. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was on the documentary was, about, yeah. Yeah, it was intense. Yeah. I was on Sharon's, Sharon Dalsett's team. That's right. I think. Half the models came, and in the show before, they'd put... Um, Elizabeth Arden eight hour oh. cream through all their hair to make it look wet and we couldn't get it out and the hair I was doing was lovely sort of gorgeous wistful blow dries with pastel colours in yeah. and I remember we the first half of the girls we'd finished because they were ready and then we were waiting for all these girls to come from Julie McDonald and they just came with eight hour cream painted how did you do it yeah well the show was I remember the show was two and a half hours late because of it because we couldn't get it out and I ended up do you remember so actually, every time we put water on the hair... Oh, it would just float it off. Just, well, it floats off, but then the hair would go into more and more of a dreadlock. It was crazy, Nick. Yeah. Not not only was their hair like that, they came with full fake tan, head-to-body <gasps> fake tan, and this was like really pale, kind of ethereal skin. Mm. And really long false nails, like acrylic what, nails. What, they were allowed to have false nails stuck on? Yeah. It was... Oh, my goodness. So everyone... They were everything we didn't want them yeah. to look like, basically. 
everything. Oh my gosh. But, it was really uh, but the hair was what really slowed it down yeah, more than anything hard. else. Because you couldn't get it out. Couldn't get it out. And in the end, I remember we had, Sophia came up to me and she was like, Neil, what are we going to do? And I said, because it was the closing show of London Fashion Week, she was like, they're all out there. You know, Susie Menkes is threatening to leave. Da, 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 da. And I just said, you just have to put their hair in a ponytail. And she was like, but we need the pastel colour. I said, well, just shove the pastel colour in the ponytail. So I don't know what else do. to suggest. No. But I always remember as well, Lily Donaldson told me when I saw her in Paris, I think, she said it took her five days to get the eight-hour cream out of her hair. And it was because it was her first season, wasn't it? Yeah, it was She had her. really long hair, yeah, and she was Bless so her. freaked out. And she was, she had a, a, her mum or someone as a chaperone there yeah. with her because she was... Young, so really young, you know, and yeah. I was just like, oh, babe, she was crying. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're just like, oh, I just want to look after you. Yeah. But, mm. you know, that's, that's so funny week. you remember that. Oh, I'll never forget it. No, well, me neither. Like, you know, the amount of shows, but I just will never forget that particular one because it yeah. was just so intense. Yeah. The worst of it was when we were in the a really old Victorian building, so we didn't have proper facilities. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, sinks no. we were trying to wash hair in were literally like so tiny. You still wouldn't have been able to get it out. No. Like, there was no... no yeah, we wouldn't have been able to if she if it took her five times of washing it anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was, it it was intense. Yeah, very intense. God, that's so funny. Yeah. I remember that. How long did you do that for though with Mac? I feel like it was about seven years. Yeah, I was right. Oh, was there a long? It felt like a really long time. Yeah. Um, loved it. Gr- mm. Really great experience. Met some of my best best friends there, and you learn so much being on those shows and just working with that team. Yeah. You know, it's it's just. Yeah. Such an incredible learning curve, and I, mm. you know, I was lucky enough to be able to travel as well with them. Yeah, you know, to do All shows world, in Milan right? and Paris. And mm. Yeah, so it was, it was really excellent. Loved yeah. it. And Nick, when did you start doing makeup? Because I couldn't exactly find that same. information. Exactly, out. I'm three years after Sam, but the same journey. Oh really? And just the little sister was like, Ooh. oh. Oh, so you were like, you were, were you a bit like, I like what Sam's done? Oh though. no, because actually, I always said to Mum, oh, I always felt like I copied what Sam did because I went to college and did the three-year diploma but then my mum found a little letter that I'd written at the end of primary school as to what I wanted to do when I grew up and it said I want to be a makeup artist it wasn't so, it wasn't too hard to guess that though because our aunt is a makeup artist yes yeah. right. that's yeah. how we got into so, it first okay. place, so. I did exactly the same journey mm-hmm. two-year um, BTEC national diploma in media makeup went to MAC was manager of Estee Lauder went to MAC did seven years at MAC same journey God, just three the, years later yeah yeah and we both left to do wow. social media and so when did you decide to do Pixie Work? You know what? It's a really weird one because it wasn't like a planned thing. Yeah. I was, Olivia is 11 now and I was pregnant with her when I started doing it. Mm. There was a few people online kicking around because this is early days of YouTube. There was really? a few people kicking around on there doing it and I thought, there's something in this. I didn't think it was a money maker. Ooh, oh, hello, front door. Hang on. Oh, <laughs> You've got pose. <laughs> part two I saw some people on there doing videos there was but none of them were makeup artists and none of them really knew what they were doing and you know when you're watching something and you're like oh god that's really bad information I really want to correct this I think I could do this really well it's quite frustrating actually totally it It wasn't like it was a money earner nobody was making money from it there was no brand deals or anything back then I was about to go on maternity leave and so uh, I was eight and a half months pregnant when I uploaded my first one then Nick got involved, mm. didn't you? Well, I, you came over to stay when I'd had Olivia to help me. And I said, oh, go on, have a go at this YouTube thing. Because 
it just took off overnight. People mm. were just messaging, going, "Can you do such and such a look? Can you do such?" Yeah, and people such? were hungry for they it. Really, they really wanted, wanted yeah. that education. I think where they, they were hungry for the store. expert, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what I always thought yeah. they yeah. were hungry for. I think it people are that. still hungry for the expert. Mm. I think people, it went through a stage where people were hungry for just watching whatever was on, and mm. I think it's gone full circle again. Mm. And now. They want to be educated. It's again. it's maybe more product focused now though yeah. than it than it was back then. Back then it yeah. was like look focused. Yeah, totally. People were interested yeah. in looks, and now they're not because they know how to do it. Mm. But now they're like, what's the best foundation for my skin type? So it's yeah. much more personalised. Yeah. But yeah, it's so we started, started. What was your first one? Can you remember? Was it Marilyn Monroe or Sophia Loren? It was one of those kind of classic mm. period looks. I think it was. I think it was Marilyn actually. Mm. Yeah, it just sort of took off from there, and. What, what are we, 11 years in now? Jesus, yeah. We didn't make any money from it, not a penny for about maybe 18 months to two years. Yeah. yeah. We didn't even realise that there what was... What kind of views were you getting, though, then, when it started? I feel like... I mean, it was a lot. It felt it was like, like a lot then. It was wasn't it, at the time? Maybe, maybe it wasn't. I mean, if you look back at some of those early videos, they've still only had 40,000 hits. But I oh. think... It, you know, so it did a big jump, didn't it, suddenly? Overnight, mm. you'd do 7,000 views, and you'd be like... That is a lot of views. Mm. Suddenly, I think we got to a point where we realised, hang on, we are, we are, we're getting more views than circulation of magazines here. Yeah. And then suddenly it became a thing yeah. where yeah. you were like, oh, there's something in this. Yeah, yeah. So at what point did you go, there's something in this, we need to make a bit of a change in terms of obviously starting to make money from it. Because I think a lot of people with YouTube who don't maybe, they just watch it but don't necessarily see, like, they don't always understand how the sort of monetary side works, do they? Honestly, I don't really. I mean, I've got a YouTube channel. I don't make any money on mine. I don't think people do anymore. There was a time when you used to make really good money. It was like football money time, wasn't it? It It was was ridiculous. We met Dom, our agent. And right. he'd been watching every time he would put on YouTube, our faces would appear. And then he just, he was working at a radio station, Global Radio, and he just messaged us and said, hey girls, I've seen what you're doing. It's really interesting. I'd like to have a chat with you. Mm. We met him, got on with him so well, and that was it. And then we were like, we're having some people ask us to promote stuff. Can you help us out? Mm. And asked him to be our agent. I feel like it was quite a natural progression though, because... Coming from being a makeup artist, I already had great relationships with a lot of the PRs from, mm. you know, uh, Lauder or wherever. Yeah, so yeah. I, I remember early on, I just made appointments with all the PRs and I just went in and said, this is a thing we're doing. Mm. Can you send us all your latest products? So it went from getting products for credits from yeah. shoots to getting everything yeah. sent to to promote it online. Remember that trip we did where we went around all the, and everyone was giving us loads of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It and was, it was like Pretty Woman. We had so many bags of stuff. We were like, what is going on? Yeah. This is off the scale. Because it went from being, you know how like struggling for credits. Mm. Oh, I've got a credit, that's 20 products and then you're going in and, you, you know, real struggle. And they yeah. can't and give you suddenly enough. they couldn't They're give you enough it stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it was, but yeah, so that, I suppose, it started off with lots and lots of gratis, lots of free yeah. stuff and then it, sort of escalated to mm. paid places. To paid stuff really. Yeah. Yeah. What where did the name come from, Pixie Wood? Oh, I don't know. It's just we weren't <laughs> expecting it to be popular. So it was just Did it start as Pixie Wood then? Well it started but, off as just a YouTube channel. You know when when you start like an email address or something when yeah. you were a kid? Well, I had a YouTube 
channel name under Pixie yeah. Woo and I uploaded under that but I didn't realise it was going to take off right I mean, we tried to change it to Fashion Face TV which is terrible and people were like why are you doing that please don't so yeah, we didn't. yeah so you didn't no, yeah. but you know it just it's just stuck and now it's like Oh, yeah. yeah. Although we've gone back to our own names now. I was going to say, or, recently it feels like you've grown up. Yeah. Ups, you know, yeah. um, I feel really silly, you know, that, like when we go on this morning <laughs> and they'd be like, and we're joined by Pixie Woo. And I'm like, who the fuck's Pixie Woo? You know what I mean? It's, like, it's just weird. It's just yeah. embarrassing. I think you're anyone like, that doesn't you're know like, your journey is like, what's what's wrong with these 40-year-old women that are <laughs> calling themselves them off? Do you know, <laughs> what, I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's just embarrassing. So yeah. we were like, maybe we should go to our actual names. Yeah. So we're not quite so... Yeah. So how often do you now do videos? Like, because obviously then you were doing a lot, weren't you? Yeah. Because I was, I have to say this morning, I had a look. You've currently got 2.16 million subscribers. Yeah. And you've got 931 videos online. That's a lot. Yeah, we were doing two a week for a while, weren't we? We were doing two a week for a while. Now we do. Now we upload when we feel like it. Right. But Um, we do it on IGTV a lot more, but we just... Oh, right. It's become more of... The thing is, you go through this journey where you absolutely love something, you do it all the time, and people are enjoying it, and you keep doing it, and you keep doing it, and then you get to a point where you're a little bit like, I feel like I need to have a tiny break from it. And then you get back into it from that, organically, Mm. you love it again. And we've had that journey for quite a while. After 11 years of doing it, you get Mm. to a point where you're like, I just think I need to switch off and sit back and actually watch it and appreciate how yeah. far we've come also re- to get back into re-engage it. with what you love yeah. i.e. Totally. Yeah. Makeup, makeup because otherwise it just becomes very formulaic and it's hard to have the same passion for it mm. 900 yeah. videos on yeah you know well when, it becomes just a job isn't it well, yeah. totally by anybody I know. used to I said recently to someone and I was like that's so true I do makeup on myself for other people and I don't ever get to do makeup on other people for myself anymore mm. and that's what I became a makeup artist for yeah. I love doing makeup on other people for myself because I absolutely love it mm. now it's gone to for other people I do makeup yeah on me because you do it mainly on yourselves don't yeah. you yeah. yeah I miss I miss touching other people's faces mm. and kind of just seeing what you can create and yeah. build and but I guess that's it. what people could relate to in the beginning there wasn't yeah. it because yeah. you were doing it on you exactly and so they kind of go oh okay they do it on themselves I could do it on myself totally exactly it has oh, yeah. and also you know back then we would start with absolutely well, I mean we still do but absolutely no makeup on so we so mm. as we're doing the makeup we're talking about our own personal flaws which is actually People can relate to that because if you have, you know, I have the darkest circles under my eyes and so do so many other people. Mm. But when we, when we're seeing it in, or back then when you were doing seeing step by steps in magazines, you know, they're doing it on young models that just don't have Mm. the same flaws. Yeah. And then it's photoshopped at the end. So, you know, but I've, but it's quite interesting with social media because it's, it's come full circle. So it started off with a lot of people coming there because they wanted to feel you know, like there was someone like you on there, very yeah. down to earth. And magazines have gone the other way. So they started off being really quite polished and photoshopped and now they've gone much more raw. Yeah. Whereas social media has become this very filtered, mm. weird place, which is exactly what it wasn't when it started. Yeah. Yeah. And why so many it's people... It's the side of it I don't like. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so peculiar. And people really gravitated towards the rawness because it felt mm. like something they understood. Yeah. And now I look at things and I'm like, this is so far from where it was mm. that, you know, well, the healthy thing to do is to just cull 
You know, yeah. I just unfollow anything that isn't yeah. my aesthetic. Because to me, it's not relatable when it's all retouched and everything. Yeah. But then also, I think there's the whole story going on now, isn't there, about how it's affecting people mentally? Yeah. Because they're looking at images. Yeah. It's not real. That aren't real, but yeah. that, that's what they're aspiring to have. And so it's encouraging people to get work done and things like yeah. that. But at such a young age. Yeah. I mean, and I don't condemn people having work, me personally. Yeah. But I do think there's an element where. I think there's, there's a line needs to be drawn as to who should be able to have it done, and yeah. you know what I mean. It's well, I think of... if your face hasn't even matured enough, yeah, you know, I, I, the, and that's difficult because actually some people have real severe issues that they need to have help. But I think the majority of people should wait until they've actually their face mm. has dropped into shape at least, or fallen into shape, or you know, when I was younger, I had a very full face. Mm. Imagine if I had had cheek fillers because my face was quite round. Now my face has fallen into shape. I mm. have really big cheekbones anyway. I would yeah. have looked more alien as now if that. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, we I... haven't allowed our faces to create their own shape, but you know, I'm all for own. tweakments, as you know. Yeah. I mm. wouldn't be telling fibs if I yeah, if me I too. Didn't say that i'm sitting yeah. here with lip fillers and god knows what but the i think the overall problem that i have with it is that there is a certain look that is a look that's become a fashionable look mm. and so it isn't about your face anymore it's about this yeah. kind of color by numbers mm. face that's it's the fashion to be the face and yeah. that worries me i'm not sure that you should have surgery to fit in with a fashion yeah well, i agree what happens in 10 years time <laughs> when that isn't the fashion anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean... Yeah, when I'm you have for... the sperm brows and then 10 years later... The still The sperm <laughs> brows, do you remember? I the little you're... brows that were tiny and, oh, then, God, and yeah. then full brows were in fashion. Yeah. That's what we did in our time mm. now. It's like... God, I've got so many girlfriends now who used to do the little yeah. tiny mm. pin. And now, that, because they used to take their eyebrows off so long, yeah. their eyebrows haven't grown back. Me too. Me too. I honestly, when I was 16, I was absolutely convinced that if I plucked my eyebrows that thin, like Kate Moss in CK1, yeah. I would look like Kate Moss. <laughs> it did not happen. It's a bit like me wearing the underwear, the but Calvin Klein underwear. <laughs> I used to think I'd look like the model because I never did. But. but that's exactly what we're saying. You thought plucking your eyebrows, people are now looking yeah. at people having of fillers course. and whatnot to look like yeah. Kim K or whoever it should be. Mm. And they're convinced, but actually they can have so much done now that they do. Yeah. yeah, it's just uh, very expensive. So, how was your YouTube thing? Obviously, coming having been coming from the shows and fashion yeah. and everything else, what was the response in that fashion world to it? Uh, well, because uh, I know there is there is a thing, isn't there, where it can yeah. be sort of frowned upon. Yeah, absolutely. We were so you worried, what? weren't we? I was lucky enough that I was a freelancing, jobbing makeup artist, but I wasn't a name, yeah. so it didn't really matter. And all of my mates. Absolutely all of them were makeup artists. Mm. So most of them were a bit like, you're a dick, why are you doing that? I can't see, you know, what's the, f more more to do with what's the future of it? Why? Can, yeah. How can yeah. you be bothered to put so much of your free time into it? Mm. Rather than That's really what clever. it is yeah. now, if I'd started it now, if you yeah. know what I mean. Because mm. it wasn't that then. No. It, nobody knew about it, it was so underground. But I think that, that I've definitely struggled with that along the way. Mm. You know, because you go from being a makeup artist to being called an influencer. And that isn't something that I would have ever set out to no. do. No. But do you think that was a word that... Do you think the word influencer came about after you guys had started doing oh, your yes, thing? Oh, yes, way after. Because yeah. yeah. we didn't really have a name before. No. Because I don't feel like it was a word that was introduced no. back then, People didn't it? know. No. People didn't know the influence it had. No. That's why it wasn't You would just say you were doing yeah. YouTube. Yeah. You yeah. would yeah. say, oh, I, oh, I make some videos for YouTube. Mm. If, if anyone ever asked me, I'd just be really tongue-in-cheek and say, I make videos for the internet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Always. Yeah. 
You know, taxi yeah. drivers, like, and then they'd be like, oh, two, yeah. yeah <laughs> not those sorts um, of videos. <laughs> yeah, but, not yeah. that YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Are you still running makeup courses? No. No, have you we stopped. stopped. That? We stopped about how long ago, Nick? Maybe a year or two, two years, years ago? ago? A couple of years ago. It just got. We were just too busy at the time. Now yeah. we're not busy at all. Which is lovely. Which is lovely. Well, who knows if we'll go back into it. But we're quite enjoying it. We did it for about five you know years, what? didn't we? Maybe longer. Before, before YouTube, I had my own makeup school. So I moved back from London. I was teaching here in London at a school in Camden. Mm. And then I moved back to Norfolk. And there was no real work. You know, I was coming up to London three times a week for jobs. Yeah. But I needed to do something closer to home. So I thought I'll open up a little makeup school. So I did that. And then mm. when we started the YouTube channel and people showed an interest in it and wanted mm. us to teach, it seemed like an obvious thing yeah, to just do that. Yeah, we had people that. come from so, all over the world, yeah. didn't we? We had people right. come from Australia to so come to little that. old Norwich, little yeah. Nossa <laughs> to learn from us, which was so before any makeup schools were about. Yeah. But we loved it. I feel like we mm. did that for about five years. Yeah, so for a while we were coming up to London and we were teaching at Muse. Guru Makeup Emporium Yeah, in which was in Fulham then. Yeah. So we would just go round round the big shops, really, and, and yeah. teach classes. You kind of used there. their space, didn't yeah. we? We used to yeah. hire out their space so that we could teach there, and then we just started it from Norwich. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. So people were happy to come to Norwich. Oh, they then. loved it. Mm. We loved it. cheaper than staying in London. Yeah. So if they, most people were flying over, if they were going to stay in London, it would cost them far more than it costs 50 quid a night in Nosa. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like way better. I know they call it Nosa. Nosa. <laughs> Way better. So we'd, we'd just do these little small courses of maximum 12 people, mm. minimum eight, I think. Yeah. We'd just spend an entire week with them. It was a grand for a week, so yeah. it wasn't like... It was, we made sure it was the same price as everyone else yeah. that was yeah. doing and were charging, yeah. so we didn't want to be mm. like, well, obviously people are coming from all over the world to see us, but I'm not going to price it out of their our comfort zones, yeah. if that's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to... So, yeah. so why did you stop it? We didn't have time, and yeah, we just didn't have time. Didn't have time. Mm. We loved it because it meant we were always at home for a week. Yeah, but it just got so busy, and then it to get back into it, it's just a lot of effort and a lot of planning. It's a huge amount of kit because we provided all the kit, Mm. and it's just you've got to have a lot of premises, and Mm. and and we were just making money in other ways where we just didn't need to do it, Mm. and it is Mm. hard work. Teaching is extremely hard work yeah it's quite a lot of focus isn't it absolutely you have to because you've got to be there the whole yep. time yeah exactly you know i mean when i was doing windler moody which was i would host the seminars but you know we'd have people coming to do a day with neil moody and yeah. you're literally you're on from the minute you get exactly. there totally you the know that's what you people are paying just, you yeah. for they want to know every single bit of what you have in your brain and i'm yeah. so happy to share it when it's accessible, do you know what I mean? It's just, mm. it's just tough. Mm. It's Luckily, huge, there's two of us. So. It's a huge responsibility that someone's paid that money to come there to see you, and we there is no, there's no kind of backstop. The buck stops with Nick and I. So if yeah. we do a shit job, they tell everyone on the internet that we do. So it's our responsibility mm. to make sure that they have the best experience, yeah. the yeah. best week that we could possibly give them. And that was amazing while it lasted, but I just, mm. I just don't feel now that I have the energy. A lot stopped when I got depressed. Right. A lot of a lot of the pushing, mm. you know, because I'd always used that depression as a way of getting stuff done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I can't stop because I don't want to think about that. So mm. we'll just keep on going, keep on pushing. Yeah. And then when I finally addressed that mm. and went on antidepressants and started having therapy, I had to stop and think about, I had to stop. 
Yeah. I had to stop and go, do you know what? My mental health is really important now and mm. I can't push. And even if I'd wanted to, I couldn't have done it, Neil. Yeah. Because I was falling apart at the seams, mm. so I had to stop. And mm. I remember saying to, uh, calling our management and just saying, you have to, don't put anything in my diary because if I see one thing go in my diary, I'm going to freak out. Mm. Stop putting stuff in. And you were just, you were still doing things, weren't yeah. you? But I was like, I just, oh, just put me in for him, but Sam can't. She has to have some time out. Mm. I just couldn't do so, it. Yeah. So it was one of the things that just had to stop. Yeah. It's such a weird feeling, isn't it? Because that's what happened with me with my yeah. depression. I suddenly was like, I can't do anything anymore. No. And I don't want to know about any work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I was out for four months. Yeah. And I, I actually, to the point where I was agoraphobic, I wouldn't even go out the door. Yeah. You know, and it was, it had become that bad. Consumed you. It can totally consumed me. Yeah. So I totally understand. What I feel you're like it was probably about that amount of time. Like, mm. it, it may have been a little longer before I actually it addressed before it. Before you realised what was going but on. But once I knew that I had depression, I think after I started actually taking care, it was about four months. Before mm. that, it was like wheels slipping on ice. Yeah. You know, I had so much to do, and I was moving really, really fast, but nothing was mm. getting done, yeah. and I just felt like I'm I was only laughing because I could it, totally yeah, understand, appreciate yeah, what you're saying. Because I went through the similar thing. You just feel like you're sinking deeper, deeper, deeper in, yeah. and you're not getting anywhere. So, yeah. in order to get somewhere, I had to stop completely, mm. and then, and then after. And when bit, was that? That was. January two years, two years ago, ago, yeah, yeah. I think, because we were ago. skipped. That's when I got diagnosed. Right. Were and you aware of it before, or were you just sort of pretending was, it wasn't? I was aware of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Nick yeah. got the, got the yeah, shitty end of the it. stick, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, the, they, when you work with someone, there's always... One of you's always high and the other one's low, and you can sense it, and you're like, okay, yeah. I, have like to, a marriage. I have to bring my A-game today because... Mm. Did you all ever talk good. about it, though, Nick? Did you actually go... Sam, I think there's something wrong, or was it hard to broach oh, the subject? You broached it. No. You broached it. I would just, no. I just would be quiet. No. Like, I was, there was incredibly, no incredibly aggressive. Right. Not in a, well, as we said earlier, maybe yeah. sometimes in a punchy yeah. type of way, although I never actually did resort to physical violence. No. I walked away a lot. Mm. I was just really angry all the time. Um, I just I didn't think, want to be anywhere, oh. and I didn't want to do anything. Mm. Um, I and thought, it was hard. think she was also angry that I was so happy. Because yeah. it would really piss you off when you, mm. you're like, well, why am I not feeling like that? Because she's doing the same as me. Why don't I feel like that? Yeah. And I think that made her angry at me even more mm. that I would carry on and, and, and then people would say, well, your sister's got MS, so surely you're in a better place. And then that would make her angry as well because mm. she'd be like, well, I was, was that, what I mean. Was the MS, was that around the same time that it you were diagnosed? It was before. before. I, I've had MS for seven plus years now right. so mine was before but I just kept it to myself for quite a few years yeah I was going to say you didn't um, really announce it I didn't did announce it until no. uh, probably a couple of years yeah. ago was it mm-hmm. three like years ago yeah. but yeah. yeah it was just you know it's just life isn't it you yeah. can't, no one knows what's going to happen or how you juggle things or no. how you see things or whatnot. I, you know I just knew Sam was struggling and I just kept my head down and carried mm-hmm. on so what was the catalyst then Sam for you to go that's it what to get help? Yeah. Um, our manager Dom, when we 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 all went away for New Year skiing, and uh, he said to me, "I'm I'm going to make you an appointment with a doctor when I get back because mm. I think you've got depression." I didn't know I had it. Mm. I had no idea. I knew I had a lot of anxiety at the time, mm. and I lost a lot of weight. So I I suppose deep down inside I knew something wasn't quite right. Mm. But so he made me an appointment with with a doctor 
Mm. And that was it. I went and she she did a few tests and she said, yeah, you've got depression. Mm. You've got depression and you need to go and speak to a psychologist yeah sh- shrink or whatever so, so and you've been that. fantastic ever since yeah you? i mean I what just, a change that i was. had intense mm. therapy and i had and i combined that with antidepressants and it it changed my life it's exactly yeah. what i did yeah oh my sure. god i was like oh my god my sister's back she's nice yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. what's happening i'm not scared yeah. like not that i was scared of her but i didn't it's just tension it was just you just yeah, you wouldn't time. get anywhere if i was to say anything there was mm. no point i wouldn't have got an answer or wouldn't have felt better about it but yeah. there was no winning so when as soon as you started taking them I was like oh my god mm. this is amazing I, I had an immediate reaction to it yeah. in a good way mm. I mean I know other people have been on sertraline and not dealt with it not yeah. experienced Everyone's it as, different, aren't they? yeah but yeah. I mean I think I had maybe two days of slight side effects and then the third day I was I was gravy mm. it was amazing wow yeah because I was put onto Prozac yeah was the first one they put me on which, same thing, within about a week, I said it was a, oh, yeah, feel a bit better. Mm. You know, I'm not on that anymore. I, I do still take medication, but very, yeah. very low dose. But yeah. I'm on something different now. But Prozac was what they put me in. But I know people that are taking Prozac and have really bad reactions. Yeah. And I you think just it's, have to find what's right. You have right to find what's you. right, don't you? And yeah. I think that just in the last, I don't know if I told you this, in the last four months or so, I've just lowered my dose to 25 now. So, because you have to do it so gradually when yeah. it comes to that, because it can be just like jumping off a ledge. Mm. Um, so yeah, now I'm on 25, and maybe next year I'll try and come down if I can, if I feel mm. like I can. So sometimes people are like, "Oh my god, antidepressants! I don't want to do that." I'm like, "Isn't it something that you don't have in your body anyway? Isn't it like a certain chemical that you don't produce enough of?" Well, yeah, because it can produce. As far as I know, I mean, I'm not an expert, obviously, but it, it produces certain chemicals. Yeah. That you are maybe low on. It's serotonin. Yeah. It's serotonin. serotonin yeah. yeah. Sorry, sertraline is the tablet, isn't it? Yeah, sertraline. Yeah. 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 No, it's. I think it is that if you don't produce enough of that, there's not much mm. you can do about it apart from reintroducing it in diet in other ways so that it does yeah. build that a little bit more. I think as well. Don't you think, Sam? Obviously, having going through the same thing, I have. I always feel that like you can sometimes reach a point where. Drinking chamomile tea and maybe taking a nice supplement just isn't enough. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because I knew I was suffering from anxiety for quite a long time. I'd actually suffered since I was about 14. Yeah. Didn't really know what it was. But as I got older and sort of recognised what the problem was, it wasn't until I really started to try things out. I was a bit like, this is actually isn't working. And it's lovely, all these, like, ideas. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine recently who's been going through a bit of a few sort of, like, bit of like a period of depression and stuff and funny enough he was saying he doesn't want to take medication but he wants to try the microdosing of mushroom and things like that wow which is interesting and i have to say i've read up on it since he told me but it's funny because he was a bit like i don't want to take medication but i'm like but you're going to take something else mm. what's worse well this is the thing when people say to me about <laughs> it and i'm like hang on i know what you do recreationally yeah. So don't tell me that you that you want to tackle it naturally. Of, yeah. Of <laughs> this, I'm like, mm, yeah, doesn't make sense to me. No. But um, yeah. I mean, each to their own. I mean, totally. I'm, I'm, I don't like to sort of knock people. Yeah. And obviously, if what you do works for you, then brilliant. But I still, I'm a little, I am a little bit skeptical of like, well, what is one worse than the other? Because yeah. if you're going to take that every day... It depends. You don't know the long outcome of no. what sertraline is going to do for you. For Like for MS, I do it naturally. Mm. Yeah. Not because... But only because there's not a tablet. There's not one tablet that will not cause me any side effects and stop it. Right. If there was, I would take it. If yeah. there was yeah. one tablet that would definitely not cause me liver 
damage later and all the yeah. other stuff that you don't know about. Yeah. In a heartbeat, I would take that. But I do it through diet and naturally because I don't, I have small children and I don't want that in the future. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know what sertraline does in mm. the future, but I'm yeah. sure you guys have researched it. Nope. So I will always, <laughs> I will always totally back the non-Western kind of more herbal medicine mm. purely because that's how I've managed. Yeah. But it's not just that. It's yeah. diet. It's exercise. It's looking after myself. It's understanding mm. what I put in to know what I get out. So it is different for different things. If I had anxiety and depression or something and they gave me a pill that could increase my estrogen, I'd take mm. it. But in a heartbeat, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I wanted to ask you something, actually, Neil. You mm. know you said you had like quite a lot of anxiety. Mm. Your job must not have helped that. No, not at all. Because it's... I mean, I'd, whoever listens to this, I, I don't know if you work in fashion but if you work in that kind of environment it is really very angsty isn't it very and actually I think my work and where I was at with work at the time when it really kicked in and became a massive problem I was probably at the, I'd say the height of my career yeah you know I was living in New York I was doing all the right jobs all the right editorial yeah. working for American Vogue W magazine flying yeah. around the world on paper it seemed like the dream yeah. But underneath it all, I was falling apart. And also yeah. dealing with all those different personalities. Yeah. That are, you have to be a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Totally. Right? Such hard work yeah. when you have that anxiety and it mm. only adds to it. Yeah. I, I definitely found that kind of having to perform. Yeah. Quite a challenge. Well, I've always said as hair and makeup people, we're a little bit like entertainers. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because also in the morning of a job... We're the first port of call for it, whether it's model, celebrity, whatever. Mm. And it's always, like, our job to keep the morale up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to listen to everyone else's problems. Yeah, totally. So while you're doing your, the makeup on someone, they can either be a real, really excitable person, so mm. you have to kind of mimic that to a degree, or they can be someone that really wants counselling from yeah. you. And it can be extremely draining, draining mm. when you walk out of you like, I'm yeah. exhausted. Totally. So, and I'm, I know I'm... I know myself quite well now at my age at 52, but I think I also am quite sensitive to other people and how they yeah. are. So mm. if somebody's a bit off or a bit weird, I really react to it. Totally. I've had to teach myself to try and not take things so personally if somebody's in a bad mood or whatever. But definitely on my work, I think is what created sure. the anxiety to escalate to the point where it was totally out of control. I mean, I... Actually, I remember being in Rome on a job for W Magazine and I woke up about four o'clock in the morning. I had no idea where I was. I didn't know what I was doing. And I remember I was on the balcony of my hotel room, just literally, because I couldn't breathe, trying to take in the mm. air and then just looking out going, I don't know where I am. I have yeah. no idea where I am. And I phoned my friend who's a makeup artist in the other room and she actually was like, I'm really sorry to wake you up, but I'm having a total freak out. And she came down to my room. And she was just like, I think you're having like a really bad anxiety attack. Mm. But I think it was just the pressure of my thing was what I realised later on when I saw my psychiatrist and had cognitive therapy mm. and all the rest of it was that I just didn't know how to say no to things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So because I was on a roll and everyone kept going, you're doing really well. Your career's really taking off. You're, you know what I mean? You're at the point, you're at the pinnacle. It's, uh, da, da. I just thinking, I need to accept every mm. job. But what people forget for hair and makeup is, is that in fashion, you literally can... They, I, I was quite like celebrity squares where they're just ticking off the boxes to make sure that you're working every day. Yeah. But they sort of wouldn't factor in that you'd have to fly halfway across the world yeah. to a job. And then as soon as that was finished, you get another plane. And that's, another yeah. that's the bit that would stress me out. Totally. That's what my therapist said to me recently. Just stop 
stop replying so quick to everything. Stop. Think about it. Mm. You don't have to reply just like that because you've got it. Wait. Mull it over. Reply the next day if you want. Such a good bit of advice. Yeah, because I do. I'm so quick to do it. And she said, but you you just wrote something that you don't mean or you just did something. You replied to that. Yeah. And actually, you don't want that. Mm. And I was like, yeah, you're so right. I need to stop. Not try and do everything at 100 miles an hour. Don't you think that because of phones and emails and things like that, we get them and it's always like, our thing is that to react straight well, away. Well, people can see when you've read it. <laughs> so you're like, oh, I've got to reply because I've seen I've read it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I find that really, mm. so I'm now like, oh, it doesn't matter if they've seen I've read it. I'm not ready to reply. No. I don't have my answer yet. So mm. they can wait. Yeah. Which is hard. That's, it is that's, hard. That is exactly like Alexis just said that. Yeah, Alexis is, is our therapist. She's amazing. Mm. Yeah. She's, she's just like, sorted our lives out. Don't reply so quick. I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, I won't. But I'm like, but what if I... She's like, just stop. Oh, Wait, so, you know when it's stop, take a breath. Yeah. And not be like, <gasps> about everything. Yeah. And also, it? people don't really care. Yeah. They're not sitting there waiting for you to reply. <laughs> no. Do you know what I mean? They're just not. They'll just... Mm. They'll, they're fine. Yeah. You know, people don't think about you. Yeah. Mm. Not yeah. really. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she said to me, just stay in your own boat. And I'm like, but their boat looks so much fun. They're having a party on their boat. Worst I want to get on their ever, boat. Like. Yeah, I said, I want to get on their boat. And she was like, but where's your boat? I was like, I don't care. I'm yeah. on theirs. She's like, yours is just drifting off and you can't catch up with it. I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, I'll stay on my boat. I'm lucky now. My agent now, because I was with a different agent then, not that they weren't supportive because they totally were, but my agent now is brilliant. She always says to me, I know when Neil Moody doesn't want to do something. And she was like, yeah. and I know I can't force you to do it. And I remember talking to her ages ago saying, I never used to be like that. I'd just be like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, great, yeah. though. Now We're so I'm good like, at saying no now, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Like, nah, we actually replied to our agent saying, no, I'd actually hate to. Mm. I'd hate to do that. No, don't want to. Sometimes yeah. it's just... Fuck no. That's <laughs> <laughs> how we replied. They're like, I know you're going to say no to this. Don't ask, said no. Yeah. Just instant no. Yeah. But they're sometimes shocked at things. We say, actually, I do want to go and make yeah. a wreath for my front door yeah. at Christmas. And they're like, really? <laughs> yes, I actually do want to do that. You know, the weird things that come in. You're yeah. like, yeah. And they're like, really? Nick, I wanted to ask you, how much does your MS affect work? Nothing. Not I don't really know your She's symptoms. magical. Not at all. It's, uh, it's, it doesn't. But when did you find out that you had it? I found out after I had Edie, and Edie is now seven. So yeah, well, she's about to turn seven in February. I found out after Edie. I'd had two relapses before that. But I just managed it. I just try, I do get tired, but Mm. I don't think more tired than the average person. Mm. I just completely changed my life. Right. When I found out, I was upset for a while cried myself to sleep or I remember going say, for that, a walk yeah. with you you came around and we went for a walk into the city and I was exhausted I couldn't even walk a few yeah. steps could I and then I couldn't even walk up the stairs and then mm. I laid in bed crying I was like nah no yeah. this is not happening to me I'm not going to let my kids see this of me and you know it's not easy to for anyone to say that and, and sometimes I feel like a phony MSer mm. because I do manage mine yeah. um, and I always feel bad like and this is why I need to see a psychiatrist as well, because <laughs> I feel guilty that my MS isn't worse. Mm. But I manage it really, really well. Carl, mm. oh, that is so... Isn't that That nice? is bonkers, Nick. Yeah, no, but it you is, feel, it? You feel yeah. like... That's, that's where your imposter phone. syndrome comes from. Do you oh, feel like an MS imposter? Yeah. I feel like people will think, well, how could she can do that? Like, I don't know why I can, but I have completely changed my life yeah. so that I can. And I'm just... Yeah. But that's great, though, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but incredible. you do feel guilty because there's other people that mm. aren't, and I shouldn't because I should be so proud of what yeah. I've done. But 
I think that is, I do suffer from imposter syndrome so much. Is it Selma Blair? Yeah, she has it She's got it, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, but I see she walks with a cane. Yeah. Um, She's just had chemo though, hasn't she, for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have your um, blood cells completely changed. Yeah. So they... It's really quite serious. You have a complete, is this almost a stem cell blood, thing? Yeah, yeah, blood transfusion, pretty much. Wow. They take out all the bad blood cells and change it over. And this is probably wrong how I'm describing that. And I have a friend that has it, had it done, and it kind of stops it where it is. But mine isn't bad enough to want to do that, if you know right. what I mean. So yeah. you kind of have to go a few stages down the line from where mm. I am. And I actually think there'll be a cure before too long. Yeah, because I remember seeing her, because I've worked with her a little bit. Because yeah. so, when I saw her, I was like, oh, it made me really sad because yeah. she's such a lovely girl. Yeah. And really good fun as well, Selma. She's a laugh, you know yeah. what I mean? And I remember seeing her being interviewed and she was struggling to speak. And it's the kind of thing. I mean, it made me really yeah. tearful. I mean, I cry at the drop of a heart. It's, heart it's tough. Days, when you are going through a relapse, it's the cognitive process that you can't get words out. Yeah. You can't remember so words. You can't. You literally don't remember anything. And it's, yeah. it's um, that's mm. really difficult. But your father died of MS, didn't yeah. we? We can, yeah. that's a lead into yeah. your whole thing with your dad. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about that. Well, you touched on it earlier about your yeah. father and the domestic violence. And I did read that you said the only thing that you got from your dad was the MS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never gave us anything. No. Apart from a is hard it, time, pretty much. Just you know, out of interest, is it hereditary? They say no. Right. But if you, someone in your family carries a gene, you obviously are more likely to carry mm. the gene. I think it's only called hereditary if you definitely, definitely get, get it. it. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, you don't know if you will. So, yeah. So, all of us kids would carry the gene, but yeah. three of us haven't triggered, yeah. whereas Nick has. So it's not hereditary. Also we depends where it. it lives in your nervous system. Yeah. Mm. Um, if it's in an accessible place, which Yours some of those live, and mine was, mm. when the stress happened, that's, you know, it could have yeah. been cancer that I got. It could have been anything yeah. that I got. Mm. It triggered the MS gene. Because I know you released a video, didn't you, in 2017 yeah. about your MS? And obviously that's a similar time, Sam, wasn't it, to around... Your depression. Must have been, yeah. Yeah. I think it was. And I know that since then you've done quite a lot of interviews about your dad and yeah. also about your illness and then also about your depression as well. Yeah. Which, by the way, I commend you because I think it's amazing that you've done that. Thank you. Um, because getting messages out there to people, knowing, I think people knowing. I mean, I've had it just from the, uh, you know, me talking about mine on podcast interviews yeah. that I've been... <laughs> I've done, not that I've interviewed other people, but, you know, and that's how I started talking about mine. It's great to know that it's helping people. Your father was quite bad, wasn't it, when you were young? Yeah, well, he was just... When I got MS, my fear was that the domestic violence was because of MS. Right. I felt like MS makes you really angry and really... And it it does have those tendencies, but you can Mm. control it. And he also didn't do anything to benefit himself so as soon as I got it I was like oh my god that's why I'm an angry person that's why this and you think everything is down to MS mm. but actually he just wasn't a very nice piece of work yeah do you know what I mean he yeah. was just a he was just a, a violent person in mm. general he wasn't mm. nice to anyone so dad it's weird calling him dad really because I don't well, I, you've, I know, you've not had him, him in your life more than you had him in yeah your life. Mm. I haven't I haven't seen him since I was 15 I think yeah um, he's only biological really yeah isn't he? and yeah. it's he yeah just a person and yeah. actually he died the same year as our stepdad and I I mean we were all broken yeah. when Brian passed away but it mm. didn't even didn't even Shed kind of tear. register yeah. that he'd gone my first ever memory is going to visit him in prison when I was three mm. so he, he and he'd gone in for um, armed, robbery. armed robbery he did a secure a core van with mm. a hammer and a 
shotgun, I believe. Right. Yeah, that was that my... paints a picture that, of it. And yeah. that's, in a way. that's kind of that's really where it began. He was a career criminal. Yeah. Um, and I would say probably a sociopath. He didn't have any empathy, mm. and he was incredibly narcissistic and fed off other people's emotions. So he would do things like he would pick on Nick and make her cry mm. so that he could then tell her that he loved her so mm-hmm. that she would then give him love because she'd be so so Mortified. happy to be brought yeah. back into the fold. Yeah. Yeah. And he would feed off that emotion. Wow. So it was constant it was constantly being played mm. and played against each other. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's now that we're grown-ups, we're able to look at the situation mm-hmm. and see it for what it was. But at the mm. time, it really messed with your head. I'm sure. And definitely, you know, later on, I've, I've, I've had to deal with that in therapy. I don't mm. know about you, Nick. But Not yet. Both, I'm sure both we'll get boys there. have to. But sure do you we'll think there. that's been part of your depression as well and anxiety do you think some of it's come out with that definitely part of the anxiety anxiety and i think mm. the depression was just a cumulative of lots of things yeah yeah i would say so i think that being the eldest the eldest child you take some responsibility of yeah. wanting to protect protect everyone especially mm. our our because you witness probably the most right totally of, so mm. i wanted to protect mum i wanted to keep mum safe but also everyone mm. And it's just a lot. It's a it's a burden to bear, isn't it? It's a yeah. lot to hold on to. And I held that on. I held that kind of protection role forever and ever and ever. And it really only has been the last year that I've been just able to put it down and go. It's not my responsibility. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. That's just going to breed anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, constantly totally. worrying about everyone. There was a long period of time where. I still am not very good at answering the phone, if I'm honest. Mm. But the phone would give me anxiety fear because I wouldn't know what I was going to hear at the other end because for a long time I was very convinced that dad was going to murder everyone I know this sounds intense it was intense we had but it was that was life yeah we had um that was normal for you it was normal it was our normal and and in fact it was so normal that when I went round to friends houses where they had parents that got on really well it made me feel uncomfortable yeah so seeing that kind of love was really odd and it, it filters into every every area of your life in fact because if if what you understand as your normal is manipulation violence and narcissism then mm. that feeds into what you look for in a partner because that's what you understand yeah so you don't go into a loving relationship and feel comfortable you feel very mm. uncomfortable because you don't identify with any of that stuff yeah so it definitely gives me some insight into where i went wrong in my Mm. my relationships as well right um that was probably really long and boring no it was interesting no not at all at what point did that end then with your dad Uh, in terms of because i know that eventually he tried the police had to get involved yeah he tried to i wasn't actually there that night but he hit mum and then was going after sam and the boys and he went to was taken away by the police eventually mm. I remember and then took, we escaped while he was not there it wow. took so many police to take him away yeah really? you know to actually take somebody who's that mad away mm. so hard to kind of pin someone down i think they had about eight policemen yeah. wow. and they carried him out of the house and that was strong man yeah he was he was a big guy mm. and then um i remember we had to go to the police and they you know do all the pressing charges and then mum didn't press charges because she knew it was going to be harder to do that. But we had a um, an injunction where he wasn't allowed within a certain amount of space. Mm. And we had a 
special buzzer at home, like a police straight in, straight, straight to the police. police. Right. Of course, he still managed to break in. He mm. cut the wire um, to the buzzer so that he could still get in. I mean, it was a very frightening time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I think he did he did a lot of stalking after he tried to write like, us off the road quite a lot in his car because he bought the same car as my mum. Right. I mean, it was, enough, it's just it's crazy. Mm. Bought the same car as my mum. We went into hiding for a year. I actually went and lived with my mum's friend, but mm. he wasn't. He didn't know where we were um, until mum could save up. Since you come out with this story though, because you yeah. did a big thing for was it Marie Claire? Yeah. yeah. Have people contacted you because obviously you're following on social yeah. media, YouTube, two million people. Have you been contacted by people saying? Back when we did that, yeah, mm. we got a lot. We got mm. a lot of people contacting yeah. us about it, and it, it's it's amazing how many people experience such similar stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think that we're more aware of what narcissism and, and sociopathy is now yeah. compared to before. You mm. you know, we are able to look for the signs. Yeah. yeah. Whereas when my mum met my dad and he was a bouncer in a nightclub and he said, I'm going to marry you, and he married her six weeks later, she probably thought that was a whirlwind romance. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? But yeah. actually, it's a real sort of indicator yeah. of the kind yeah. of person that he was. Yeah. Must have made you a bit kind of like wary of guys, for sure, right? Not so much me. More so. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but I've actually been quite lucky with the men that I've chosen. They've been, and you know, I was very, not very good at showing emotions for a long time. And then I met a couple of guys consecutive that I had relationships with that were really, really good at showing me affection. Yeah. And it got me out of that kind of... Mm it's not okay to show affection. So mm. now I'm I'm reasonably affectionate. I'm quite yeah. good at it. Yeah, I'm better now, but yeah. I, I was an ice queen for a really yeah. long time. You know, I was completely unable to show any love without feeling that that was a massive weakness. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I just want to say, you are two of the loveliest women oh, I know. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so regardless of everything that's happened... Thank you, you very know, much. It's amazing that, you know... I did see that you were on the cover of the Times magazine oh, in yes. January 19. Yeah. You Hilarious. quoted us the most influential family That's in Britain. That's not true. What a mistake. <laughs> what a mistake to make. We were laughing. As but we yeah, we were. Your brothers were on the cover and everything, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. yeah we were How laughing. did that feel, though, when you, no. that Do you came know, out? We didn't know it was going to be on the cover of that magazine. So right. it was actually an interview that we did for Cosmo. Yeah. Oh, and no. they, did, they shot it so beautifully. And then the Times must have... The Times must have seen there's a bigger story here because Cosmo made it a little bit more about financials, I think. Right. Whereas Cosmo, uh, sorry, the Times were were like, oh, this is a much bigger story about their family and where they come mm. from and how this has happened. And uh, so they came and interviewed us separately. And mm. then they, then we found out later that it was going to be on the cover. I Did mean, that give amazing. you anxiety, though? Because if I, if I put on the cover of a magazine saying you're one of the most influential families in Britain, I think I'd be a bit like... We just thought it was funny. We thought it was funny. It's just not true. But you are, though... I mean, if you think about it, you're all on YouTube. You're all on social yeah. media. And everything that you... Obviously, your husband's... You know, your brother's... Yeah. You're, you've all been really successful yeah. on there, which is kind of amazing, it, really. It is. It's pretty it amazing, is. to be honest. But, but I don't think we're the most influential. No, you no. got the sucks. Yeah, I mean, we are very, very lucky and we have worked really hard. And I like to think that we're not dickheads, so no, that's no. why we seem to have managed to maintain quite a yeah. bit of support, which yeah. is lovely, Neil. Well, you're real as well, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, considering I mean? where we... Considering where we come from, which is a makeup background, and then moving into what then became this, 
you know, not always the most positive place. Yeah. We're very lu- lucky mm. to have maintained. And what's next for you guys? Because obviously I know you do your brushes, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah. Is it real technique? Yeah. Yeah. What else have you got going on? Because you just did the beauty box for Estelle yeah. Order, which yeah. we had that lovely dinner with. We've, we've Thanks got for inviting me, okay. by the way. No we've worries. got lipsticks coming out next year with MAC. And then who knows? Retirement. Might just take a little bit of time off. I feel like we've done it for a really, really long time. I'd like to mm. have a bit of a break and you know spend some time with my kids. So you know, maybe I feel like it's time to take a little bit. Of when time are the off. lipsticks coming out? July. June to June. July. June twenty twenty, in it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're allowed to say what they are. No. Or no. no. Okay. But we know that the that uh, people that work in Mac love it. Oh, that's they cool. love them. Yeah, so yeah. that is really that's really positive, mm. and I'm very very happy with mine as a youth. As a baby, I am too. So mm. yeah, I mean, what an amazing 360. Do you I was know what I mean? Say, it's come from full journey, Mac. isn't it? Yeah. It's amazing. And when I worked on that counter, uh, I never could have imagined mm. that we would be in this situation now. Do you know what I mean? Mm. When, when you work on that counter and you're putting those those posters up on the wall yeah. or in the windows or whatever, who would yeah. ever think that we'd have our own lipstick? It's it's just so amazing. It's yeah. very exciting, and I feel very. like that's well. Congratulations! Thank I can't you wait. very yes. much. Not a career high. I think. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, so well, thanks, girls. It's lovely. Thank and you. Thanks for chatting us. and being honest as well. God, no um, worries. Which I think is really important for people to hear. Now, quick, rapid. Yeah, go, okay. go, go. Quick fire question. You can do one word, expand okay. sentences, whatever you feel. Oh, What's your guilty pleasures? Mint chocolate. Sam. Oh crikey! That was uh, Nick, by the way. He said mint yeah. chocolate. What is my lint? Mint chocolate. Oh, lint. Yeah, oh. lint. Intense mint chocolate. I've right. got it in my bag. With me. That is how <laughs> go I have two squares a day. Go. I can't even think. Come, Come on, on, help me. <laughs> what show do you like? Is there a show that you like? Oh, oh God, serial killer shows. There you go. Oh, I okay. do. I'm really she shocking really for is. it. She is bad. I quite like sort of who done it. Yeah, any of those. Uh, Oh, I love them. I love them. Like Poirot. Yeah. Columbo. Uh Any of those. I've been into them forever. Yeah. Yeah, it's serial killer stuff. Sorry. Meat, veggie or vegan? I'm going to say your name so you can answer it one at a time because otherwise people won't know who said what. Nick, meat, veggie or vegan? I eat meat, but I prefer veg. Right. I just eat meat when I fancy it, if you know what I mean, but I I don't eat much of it. So I'm kind of on the cusp of both. I would say meat because... You do eat you, it. I do eat it, if you yeah. know what I mean, but I prefer veg. Okay. I think the future is vegan, but I'm not there yet. Yeah, I'm but the same. I, I just, I think it's great. I've, mm. I'm, I'm on the out with dairy. Oh, are you? Yeah. See, oh, that's yeah. what I'm yeah. struggling with. But I've come up with a new phrase, because I think I'd like to be vegan, but I don't think I can give up cheese, so I'm calling myself a cheddarian. Oh, very <laughs> good. It's like a freegan, isn't it? Like, you <laughs> just eat it when you want to, yeah. kind of thing. yeah. Who would you like to play you in a film of your lives, Nick? Oh, my daughter, Sugar. Oh, yeah. That is good. Sam? Uh, who would I... I someone fabulous. Um, they're all too... They're all older than you, so... You, know <laughs> you can't pick someone that's your age now? No, yeah. you'd need someone younger, wouldn't you, to be able to play it. You're not done yet, so you've got more stories to um, <laughs> Yeah, but they might suddenly make a biopic of you both yeah. now. I... God, I know. Look, she's looking at me and she's going, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I can't think of it. I'm rubbish at these quick fires. I think Emma Stone think would be good. I love Emma Stone. Stone. I love Olivia Wilde as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Has anyone seen Booksmart? 
No. God, watch Booksmart. It's amazing. Oh, okay. And, and Olivia Wilde directed it. All right, yeah. It's Box brilliant. Smart. Uh, Book Smart. Book. Book Smart. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Book. Yeah, I'm going Olivia Wilde. I think she's great. She is great. Yeah. Favourite food? Nick? Mint chocolate. Mint chocolate. If not, it would be... Mint, mint um, yeah, if not, it would be a roast dinner. Oh, yeah. Fish and so. chips. Mm. Mushy peas, fish and chips, curry sauce. I want a roll, crispy roll, and with, like, good butter. I can't have butter. And ketchup. Nice. That's it. Nice. Christmas or New Year? Christmas. Christmas. Every Both of, of us. Way. Christmas. Yeah. My family. Mm. Karaoke song of choice, Nick? Hey Jude. Oh. George Michael, free, um, not Freedom, uh, Faith. Oh, that's a good one. I love Faith. I like to sing though. Yeah. I only like Hey Jude because of the bit that goes... You're only about 20 minutes long to get there. It's the only bit I like. Favourite colour? Green. Sam. Navy. Who are your celebrity crushes? Nick. Men or women? Because instantly women come into my mind. Oh, not with me. <laughs> crush. I don't actually know. It changes quite often. Probably J Lo. I think she's stunning. Okay. Men? I don't have any men ones. The Ryan, Rock at the moment. The Rock. Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Gosling. Any of the Ryans? The Rock and at the moment and Kevin Hart. Oh, I bet them they're so great together. together. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, is I still love J Lo, and mm. I still love. Oh, all the Jennifers. Emma Jennifer Stone. Aniston. Yeah. The Jennifers and the Ryans. The Jennifers and Yeah, I'm all yeah. about that. Do you know who mine is? Dermot yes. O'Leary. Is it oh, really? Love him. Do you know who mine used to be? My male one. Um, James McAvoy. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's something. But in Shameless. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't <laughs> know how you remember that. Yeah. But in Shameless when he was really wrong. And yeah. <laughs> what would you say your best features or personality traits? Nick? Best feature? Or personality trait. Well, maybe I should say it for you. Yeah. Yeah, say each other's. I would say that Nick is really loyal and very generous. Mm. Mm. And Nick on Sam. Um, Can't think of any. Not always fun. I was going to say she's so much fun. (laughs) She is a good friend to have. Exactly the same as mine, I would say, actually. Mm. And I didn't think they would be, but the same. Very loyal. That always wants to help friends, but knows who her friends are at the same time. I think we will fight if we love you. We will fight your battles yeah. with you. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Really loyal yeah. like that. Cool. Do you know which video has had the most views on your channel? I don't. No. Used to be drag. Do you? Used to be drag makeup. Mm. But um, I have a feeling that Angelina Jolie might. It might have be Angelina it. Jolie. Okay, I'll check it yeah. out. I or don't it might have know. been. Hey for Wabi. Hey for Wabi. I don't know. Might be. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Favourite makeup that you like to do on yourself? Uh, really soft, smoky, warm brown eye. Like that one. Minimal red lip. Yeah. This is so easy and I'm See, wearing both it today. The makeups that we've got on <laughs> You've there. got exactly yeah. that on right yeah. now. Yeah. Coca-Cola or Pepsi? Coca-Cola. It's oh. <laughs> not even a question. Jeez. I get so disappointed. So disappointed. Yeah. That's what they've got on tap. If you could be invisible for a day, where would you like to go and what would you like to do? Oh, God, that's a good one. Oh, I'd be at home and I'd go to the toilet so the kids couldn't disturb me. Every time I go <laughs> in, I'd say, Mum, where are you? Mum, Mum. I'm just sat down on the toilet, for God's sake. Mum. I'd like to know really what's said in meetings. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like just sneak in mm. there and stand at the back. 
I don't like to be the only person that wasn't invited out with my friends and just be there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Find out why. Watch him bitch about me and then I'd be like, oh. Mm. I asked this question a couple of weeks ago and recently my aunt, I said my answer, because they were like, what would you do? And I said, I would like to be in a meeting, or not a meeting, or just sat with the Queen and Prince oh. Andrew. Oh. oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Right, oh in their conversation. God, so I would good. like that more than anything. That's yeah, my that one. That is yeah. so <laughs> brilliant. That is so brilliant. Last one. Who out of the two of you is the bossier? Uh, do you know, I think Nick is now, but I think I was for years. Yeah. Mm. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, different times for different things, yeah. really. Mm. It depends. Probably me now. Depends yeah. on the dynamics. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Nick now. Because I, I definitely don't give a shit anymore. And mm. Nick yeah. definitely <laughs> still does. I'm getting there. I'm yeah. getting there. Okay, we're done. Oh, thank you so much. That's great. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you ever want us back, yes. come back and no, tell us. No, 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 no. And I won't have Harry with me, so I won't be like, oh my God. <laughs> Although he's been as good as Oh gold. my God, he's been Absolute, so good. An absolute angel. I'm yeah. to get him taken Well, thanks a lot, girls. Thank you so much. That was marvellous. Thank you for listening to In Bed with Neil Moody with my guests Sam Chapman and Nick Chapman-Haste. You can watch and follow the sisters on their YouTube channel, which was originally called Pixie Woo, but is now called Sam and Nick Chapman. Nick is spelt N-I-C. Or you can follow them individually on their Instagram accounts at Sam Chapman or at Nicola Chapman, where they both do Instagram TV videos also. If you want to get in bed with me again and another of my guests, then you can subscribe to my podcast on all the regular platforms to ensure that you don't miss an episode. There are other episodes, including all of Series 1, already available to listen to straight away. Thanks for listening. Listener.